Hi friends, it's Jill McFadden. Um, It's a gray day in Baltimore today, and I hope this podcast finds you well um, wherever you are. Uh, Today, earlier, I got to take a little walk, which was um, nice. It was down our lonely street, even though it was packed with cars to show that everyone is home, but no one is out, which is really kind of weird. Um, I was just trying to make a little space for my mind to unwind and and it started to rain, just a drizzle. And you know how those first few minutes of a spring rain really bring out all the smells? And so I was noticing the smells of cut grass and flowers blooming and listening to the soft droplets of water nourishing the earth. Um, it was so simple and so comforting. And it was just this gentle physical reminder that God is still taking care of his earth. Um, spring is in full force, even with everything else going on that feels um, so threatening and so chaotic. Even in this, new life is abounding. Um, and it reminded me of Revelation 21, the end of John's vision, um, where he sees kind of a glimpse of what's going on in heaven. Um, and John sees the new heaven and new earth. And he says, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared and the sea was also gone. The sea in the Bible is often a symbol of of chaos. Um, The sea was gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And that was from chapter 21, 1 through 5. He says, this, this is trustworthy and true that Jesus Christ is making all things new. And he will make all things new. And the rain on a spring day uh, for me was a gentle reminder of that. But on a bigger level to me, it it doesn't feel like that a lot right now, that he's making all things new. Um on a global level in the midst of this pandemic. Um, it's confusing a lot of times not to know why things are happening. I know for me, I like to know why things are happening to uh, reason it out. And it's tempting to think X is a good thing in my life because God's blessing me because he's pleased with me. And then we don't know what to do later if X happens and it's bad in our personal life or in our collective lives. Uh, We don't have the luxury of having an omniscient narrator view of our lives or of human history. We can't draw neat and tidy lines between this happening because this or this is happening because of this, even though we like to. And I think subconsciously, even for me, I try to do that um, even without thinking about it. But that doesn't seem to be how God usually works anyway in that sort of karma way, good things for good people, bad things for bad people. And in the scripture, the psalmist uh, gets pretty upset by this. In Psalm 73, he cries out to God and he's like, why are all these bad people flourishing? 
Why do people do bad things and not even care about you and not follow your ways and they have strong bodies and they're healthy and they're rich and they just don't even have a worry in the world? Why can't I draw these straight lines? Here I am trying to lead a good life and I have way more problems. So it's an age-old, I think, predicament of our human brains, um, even pre-enlightenment, wanting to draw those lines um, for and reason why things are happening. Um, and it's easy today for us to think things like, well, God will protect me from the virus because he loves me, or God will protect me from the virus because I love him, or God will stop the spread of the virus because he loves the world, or God is punishing the world or our country or me. Or God must not love us if this happens. Or maybe God must not be powerful enough to stop the spread um, if it's happening. Or maybe maybe you've even gotten to the point where you're like, okay, well, God just must not be, period. There are lots of straight lines and causal lines that our minds can try to make, and, and they go in many different directions. Um, But as I think about Revelation 21, there's a lot of mystery in this Christian faith of ours. Um, I don't know if that makes you uncomfortable. It um, has often made me, I've had to learn to sit with that some. Um, And there are, but there are lots of strong and beautiful truths and a strong and beautiful story to cling to at all times. And for us to cling to, especially in this time. And there's a firm place to hang this anxiety-inducing cultural moment. And those truths are things like God created the world good and he loves it. The world is racked by sin and suffers because of it. And we suffer because of it. And Jesus came to rescue it. to, To rescue us and to rescue the world. And he will make it new and tear-free and virus-free. And even now he's doing that work and we can see him at work and participate in that work. And his spirit, the spirit of the living God, is moving in the world and is with us. Being present with us, making us new, comforting us and giving us courage no matter what comes our way. No matter what comes our way. Even if our worst fears come true. He's with us, comforting and giving courage. No matter what. And we won't necessarily know why that what is happening. But we know God's love and God's intent. And we know the end trajectory of where history is headed with God making all things new. And even when sickness and death and stillness are sweeping the world, that spirit is moving and bringing life. So we can move toward the world, metaphorically, because you're staying in your house, right? We can move toward the world confidently and without fear, knowing this glorious end of our story. I hope that brings you some comfort today. I know it did me that he is making all things new 
even in the midst of something that's scary, even in the midst of something that we feel so powerless in the face of, he is at work making things new, 